Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great having Justin Bieber live in studio, JB. Thank you. We have Elizabeth Reese live at her uh, home studio. Very fancy. Definitely. All sorts of fancy. Although yours is an upgrade to mine. I broadcast from my bedroom closet. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a a wood-paneled room. And I think it's fake wood paneling. Every time I look at it, I'm like, I got to figure out what I'm going to do here. What if you painted it? Paint it white. Oh, there's so much to paint. Remember, you've suggested oh, yeah, that you to me. struggle painting. And then I sent you a video of how much there is to paint. Humble brag, this room is so large. <laughs> but there's just so, there's so much paneling because it's everywhere. And it's like, there. it's an old house, but, right? And, and so it's in the attic. So there's like all these cubbies and drawers that are built in, which are really great for storage. But do you know what that means for painting, Steve? I do. <laughs> but I have to tell you. Well, but see, painting is the one thing that I'm capable of doing come on over and paint no no no, 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 you wouldn't be able to afford me it's incredible but if you guys buckle down you could have that whole room transformed in a weekend easy you need your bippy or whatever you call your 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 mother the grandma to come and take the kids lovey lovey and then uh you just paint you tape it you paint it and then you take the tape off and it will make a world of difference. I did do peel and stick wallpaper last weekend. That in was impressive. A really tiny bathroom. Yes. I'm going to post some before and afters of this because Good. we have a really cute, like little mini, mini, tiny bath. And um, and so I did the peel and stick wallpaper. I'm spray painting a light fixture and adding crystals to it. I just yeah. I'm going to paint the vanity in there. It's that's fun. Yeah. Listen, you're, yeah. This feels overwhelming, but maybe it won't, and I could just do it. I could do it piece by piece. Yeah, but once you get rolling, literally once you get rolling with a paint roller, it's amazing when you just do one roll and you think, oh my gosh, and 20 minutes later you have a wall that is totally different. It's so empowering. Fresh paint is the best Oh, I love it. You know, it's funny how people talk about like spring cleaning is the time when you really clean i get more like that in the fall like i get kind of in the nesting mode of really wanting to organize and just not i think something about too i I don't know like knowing that the holidays are coming and there's just kind of going to be more stuff yeah yeah i think i want like some refreshing things i hear you it feels nice with that now it's friday which means there's a new music that we'll talk about and music news as well let's make it official Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, obviously the new music that everybody is talking about 
is Adele. Oh, Adele's Adele. album, 30. It is out. This is, you know, crazy to think. This is only her fourth album. I love that, though. Like, Snoop Dogg, I think, has had 19 albums. Yeah, that's prolific. It's prolific, but a bunch of them had to be duds, right? Well, yeah, for sure. There's just no way that you can come out with that great of stuff. That Her song, Easy On Me, yes. is just constantly in the background noise of my mind right four, now. Four weeks at number one. I think about it, and then I just kind of sing it poorly, and then my children will tell all of the various devices to play it, and so sometimes it just like comes out of a oh. room, and it's just lovely. Um, I saw that there's a, something live happening tonight, I believe. Mm-hmm. Something like... Uh, what, what a great Wasn't story. that a good, like, <laughs> and you know what? Go find it out. Find out who it involves and what happens. Uh, there's something with Adele live tonight. You should do this radio thing full time. <laughs> you know, I mean, you should just let go of any other thing that you're working on and just focus on this. You, because you sure? it's so great. There's a live thing happening tonight. I'm looking... <laughs> No, we just, or we I let it hang. When they announced it, they were like, there's going to be a Hang on, events. hang on. Oh, gosh, Now I got to be the journalist because I brought it up. <laughs> hang on a second. I'm almost there. That's not really the definition of being a journalist. Okay. Cool. So one of my, one of my, he's not, he's not my best friend. He's one of my closer friends, blood brother. Um, Ryan Seacrest put mm. this on Twitter. He's your friend. Um, let's see. Friday, November 19th, 7 p.m., an evening with Adele, an album release party. Mm. Um, that's going on tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. And there was the night with Adele last Sunday. I know, we which don't I want... thoroughly enjoyed. Rocco, you watch watched it. it, didn't you? I watched a little bit. Yeah, Very I good. watched the whole thing. I really enjoyed it. I found it to just be such a nice television experience. It was like it was cozy, and we had warm drinks, and it was just nice to watch. All right, so everybody likes Adele. I think a lot of people really like uh, Billie Eilish, and this will be fun if you're a Billie Eilish fan. She's going to be the host and musical guest for Saturday Night Live coming up on December 11th. Dual duties. And I think that it's cool that she's going to be hosting because for the first, I don't know, maybe year that I knew of Billie Eilish, I dumbly, ignorantly presumed that she was just like blah. Kind of bummed out, emo. And then I saw an interview with her. I think it was on CBS Sunday Morning. And she was lovely. She was fun. And she was there. And she was there with her brother Phineas at times. And just nowhere near as serious as her smash hit song, Bad Guy, would lead you to believe. Or when she's just looking very emo at the camera. She's lovely. So I can't wait to see her in some fun sketches. And then she has got uh, an album coming out. uh, Her latest album called Happier Than Ever. So she'll be singing songs from that. But boy, that's, you know, Liz, think about when we say if you are, um, if you're hosting the show and then you happen to do a cooking segment on Twin Cities Live or Life, that's a lot of stuff it's a lot. to think about. Imagine if you are, you're reading off cue cards, you're trying to memorize some lines, you're doing comedic sketches, and then you also have to go and perform music. But the performing of the music is probably the, the muscle easy. memory thing for her. Like she's like, oh, this is great. Yeah. The, um, she'll probably just be, Part of her might be like looking forward to that part of the show because then it's just, okay, that now I can just breathe and do it. I think the performing on Saturday Night Live and doing all the sketches, that's so much pressure. That would be fun. I would buckle under the pressure. <laughs> you know no, what? She I'm your, be, did I, you say she's going to be the uh, musical guest and the host? And the host, host December 11th. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. I wouldn't even be able to function. I'm your friend enough and honest enough with you to say you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, it would be too much. Maybe in my Iron Chef, you'd do, you'd do well. I would be able to do that. Yeah. 
like chopped, I would be able to do it. I'd be mm-hmm. pumped. I would be into it. Yeah. But the whole, I'm not an actor. Yeah. I'm a bad actor. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. What? <laughs> hey, let me tell you this quick fun story before we go. Uh, Luke Bryan had a quite the lucky streak. Sat down at a blackjack table. He was in Vegas between tour stops, uh, heading down to the hotel bar, wanted to watch the Georgia Bulldogs, who he cheers for on TV. So it's 11.30 in the morning. The game was going to be starting at noon. So here's what he said. Well, I go down. I wanted to play a few hands of blackjack, and then I wanted to go sit at the bar and watch the game. I know I didn't have much time, so I sit down. I won 14 hands in a row, which is very difficult to do. But he went on this really quick six-minute hot streak and won $60,000. Whoa! Right before he went down, went to you know sit at the bar and watch the game, sixty grand. That's some high Six level minutes. gambling. That's ten grand a minute. Yikesies! So there you go. Life is ratios, right, Steve Patterson? It's all ratios. It's all ratios to him. That's like sixty bucks to oh, the rest yeah. of us. Yes, exactly. I bet you. I don't even know if he told people. Well, he mm. told someone in an interview. <laughs> outside of that, um, okay. When we come back, we have Elizabeth. Uh, who's a foodie. She really loves uh, talking food and loves recipes and loves cooking. So I got some food news for you, Elizabeth, that I will throw out to you, and then we'll get your reaction. Also, uh, at 11.30 today, I would like you to talk about um, your Thanksgiving plans and specifically the mac and cheese recipe that you just featured on television. So we'll get to that at 11.30, but when we come back, food news, what's going to be new about Papa John's next time you order delivery? We'll tell you when we come back. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. It's the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, where talk is fun. Thanks for making us part of your day, wherever, however you happen to be listening. If it's live on the radio, streaming live online at MyTalk1071.com, or maybe you're one of the many who listen on the app. Check out the podcast. All of your favorite My Talk shows and originals are available on demand on the My Talk app. Download it if you don't already have it on your smart device. Elizabeth Reese is filling in for Donna Valentine today. Hi, gang. Thanks for having me. And uh, Libby, since you are a foodie... Occasional fill-in host on the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071 Saturdays from 9 to 11. Which is a good credential to throw out there. I thought that you might be interested in a little food news. Rocco, I spot a drive through right up on the way on the left. Could we pull over right there? Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! I don't know when the last time you ordered Papa John's was. I do love that garlicky butter sauce. Oh, bleep. That stuff is so good. I like that better than the Papa John's pizza. I think you're probably not alone you in know? that. Like, I, I'd like to order from Papa John's. Just the butter garlic just dipping the butter sauce. butter garlic dipping sauce and then pick up a different kind of pizza. You know, you can make that garlic dipping sauce at home. I've actually done it once. With what? I forget. I don't know. The recipe's online. Look it up. Butter, garlic. Yeah, I think that's how you make garlic butter. <laughs> I feel like so there let's was see. the garlic another butter sauce quoi. contains look, look. both butter and garlic. Unbelievable! Isn't that crazy? And you got to melt it. I don't even. You know. You can't just put garlic on top of a stick and then ram your crust into it. I feel like it's probably garlic salt, not regular garlic. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I do feel recipe. like there's look something up right now. Papa John's, how to make it at home? Oh, jeez. Um, okay, you guys talk. Anyway. Yeah, uh, we got it. So Papa John's changing its logo. And and this is going to irritate the grammar police, but they have dropped the apostrophe. Mm. Papa John's uh, has been using the same logo since 1995. I was 12. They didn't even mention in this new press release that they were ditching the apostrophe. 
We think that they're trying to distance themselves from the original founder, John Schneider. Yeah. Who has uh, a, a TikTok, a social media presence that you wouldn't believe. He lives, he has a moat at his house. Oh, I love moats. <laughs> it is. It just gives off the right vibe. No, it doesn't. It's terrible. It is so bad. And this guy is so flossy about everything that he has. And it's, I mean, the house, God love him. He's a billionaire and who am I to throw stones? But it looks, it is just utter, utter opulence at its least cozy. It would be impossible to be cozy in his house. This is like what everybody does, though. No, this is dumb. They shouldn't do it. You should, if you have tons of money, make your house as cozy and inviting as possible. Don't make, like, you. if, if I was blindfolded, or if I blindfolded you, and then took the blindfold off and you're inside of John Schneider, the founder of Papa John's house, you wouldn't know you were in a house. That's like um, Kim and Kanye's house. That's that what Kanye I would did all the design, designing of that looked like oh. a castle slash some sort of institution that you were forced to be in. Do they even keep throw blankets there? Absolutely not. I think they're banned. You don't think they have a basket of throws? No, you are the opposite of Holly because Holly loves the Kim and Kanye house. Like no. She loves that kind of minimalism. And then I like it in you doses. guys should do an HGTV like throwdown. You too. Oh man. Let's go back to the garlic butter sauce. All right, what uh, did we find yes. out? Did so, you look it up? Because I did. Yeah. So Epicurious, the website has a recipe. Rocco, I want to know if you found a different one. Um, and it involves one stick of unsalted butter, two teaspoons of garlic powder. Am I right? Was I right mm-hmm. or was I not? And then three quarters of a teaspoon of kosher salt. Here's the problem though. Of the reviews. Yeah. I love to look at recipe reviews. Sure. Just like movie reviews. And um it gets a two point seven. Oh no. I can never have too much garlic in anything, says one reviewer. But this was definitely a good waste of real butter. Whoa. <laughs> Way too much garlic powder, another reviewer says. Tasted like straight garlic. Definitely not a creamy consistency like a store bought pizza dip would be. I have an idea. Hmm. What if we just melted butter? Mm. Well, um, maybe, uh, Elizabeth, the problem is I'm looking at mashed.com. Okay, okay, what do you got? And they added onion powder. Okay, so maybe that that's the it. secret. Oh. The thing is, though, there's something else in the Papa John's one. Because I've melted butter many a time. I melted butter this morning, guys. I melted Why? four tablespoons of it. Because I was making sourdough waffles for the kids. Oh, you got to get <laughs> instant oatmeal and get your day back. I don't... I don't like it when you talk to me like this. Okay, but all right. (laughs) Okay, so I melted butter this morning, and anybody who has melted butter knows this and has also eaten the Papa John's garlic butter sauce. Melted butter is not the same consistency as the garlic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Garlic butter sauce. Because the garlic butter sauce contains, I am sure, some sort of like semi-toxic emulsifiers and something that are making it like thick and creamy, which yeah, also yeah. make it delicious. Sure. Yes. You're probably 100% right on that. I like it when you say that. What did you just say? Say it again. <laughs> Was I cutting out? I mean, I'm so good. Look, I'm just thinking when I hear you, 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 you juggle so many things in your day. And now when I hear you melted butter pre-dawn to make some sort of organic homemade waffles. Well, yeah, they were sourdough. I had them fermenting all night. And no! Then, and then I just put them in the waffle maker. Lego, my ego! <laughs> then it's pre-made, and then I made it several extra so that they're ready to go to pop in the toaster for the, uh, for the kiddos. If you see, let me see, how old is Bernie? Bernie's six? Yeah, she's almost seven. If in 12 years you see someone convulsing on the university cafeteria floor, <laughs> it will be Bernadette, Elizabeth's daughter, who has been grown grown up on this homemade waffle situation. And friends, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Don't even get her started on her dinner menu that she's feeding these children. And then they're going to be handing out processed stuff like, like a, a, a thawed French toast stick. I know, but by then it'll gonna be collapse. some sort of like... Bill Gates engineered um, plant protein like yes. ration that you get in a bar that just comes in like a gray package. And we've completely removed all the joy out of food. I have margarine, Might garlic happen. powder, and salt on uh, insanelygoodrecipes.com. Margarine is probably what they're using That's instead of the butter. That's what they say. Yeah, okay. the margarine, which, you know. Yeah, you got to assume that Papa John's has plenty of chemicals in it. Yeah. Well, it's got to it's got to have because it sits in that. Does it is it refrigerated? No, that no. garlic butter oh, no. sauce, it's no. shelf stable. Shelf stable. Although you know, like in Europe, milk is shelf stable. It's in those shelf stable tetra packs on the. Really? Oh yeah, on the shelf. And then you get <laughs> home and you put it in the fridge and you cool it. It's funny because I study shelf stable stuff because I go to the Boundary Waters <laughs> and I'm always looking for what fancy shelf stable food oh, can I bring on a camping trip. I love that sentence. I study shelf stable <laughs> so stuff. So maybe now I'll bring some Papa John's right, garlic I'm gonna, I'm gonna butter go to, to the, the BWCA. Uh, if you want to play a game with us, you can play 651-641-1071. That's the number to call. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Elizabeth Reese is known for being really bad at games. Mm-hmm, so bad. we will play one with her next on my talk the donna and steve show it's my talk 1071 everything entertainment donna valentine has the day off today my television co-host for four more shows wow is joining me on the radio her name is elizabeth reese libby this will be the only place you'll get us together after um yeah after next week when i occasionally fill in on the donna and steve experience and which you is will a great in honor. december and so yeah. that'll be interesting because we'll be able to get together and then talk about what life is like after the divorce. That's the nice thing about, um, you know, the family here. Like You're working we have in the a, building. Yeah, yeah, we get to still. I don't work think together. a lot of people understand that. Like what? when we, I don't think a lot of people understand when I said like I'm going to stay on radio. I th- I think most people just don't connect the dots. That that means in the building, down the hall, same cafeteria. We said that, but I don't think most people. You know, like when I grew up, I thought. 
TV stations work over here and radio stations. Work, and I thought every radio station had its own building, which isn't the case. We've got three here in ours. And yeah, I think um, one thing I've always been really proud of with Twin Cities Live is that everybody who has left has still maintained a really positive relationship with the show. How long is the probationary period after? Um, what do I need to know? At least six months of no contact. That feels good. Yeah. So it'll be like the first half of 2022. What a way to start the year. With that, why don't we play a game? It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. Um, and another person that wants to see how smart you are is Alexis, not Morning Show Alexis. Um, but I'm going to quiz you guys. Of course, you guys know it's World Toilet Day. Oh, how yes. wonderful. Um, we are doing the uh, Twin Cities Live is dedicated to it today. <laughs> Yes, you yeah. guys will both be sitting on a throne. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Um, this is a real thing. It's, uh, the I think, the UN and the World Health Organization are behind this. It is uh, a day to highlight the importance of sanitation and hygiene. Oh, wow. In driving improvements in public health, gender equality, education, economic development, and environmental protection. There you go. That's great. You know, we once had a, a quiz question when I was a kid. I'll never forget this. You know those lessons you, like, remember from school vividly? Yeah. And it was, if we didn't have surgeons or we didn't have sanitation workers, which the loss of which group of people oh. would cause more people to mm. die faster? What a great question. It's such a good question. And, of course, when you're a kid... It's you automatically are thinking, well, of course, a surgeon, because surgeons save lives. Surgeons like they go in and they save people and they're doctors and they're highly educated and they're super well paid and blah, blah, blah. Turns out, of course, the answer is we don't have sanitation. We all die pretty doggone quick compared to surgeons. All very important people. But still, anywho, sorry I hijacked your game. Well, another very important person is Alexis. I'm going to bring her up. Hey, Alexis. (laughs) I'm going to quiz Steve and Elizabeth on pop culture toilets. (laughs) That sounds really good. And who do you think will know more about toilets in pop culture? Welcome, Alexis. Hey, Alexis. Alexis. Hey, hey, everybody. Um, Go with your gut on this one. You know, it's funny because I always want to go with the person who knows the least so I can help out the most. That's a good way of thinking about it. So you'll go with um, Elizabeth? Gosh, Steve, <laughs> you and I, 5 a.m. wake up club. I'm yeah. Still doing it. Oh uh, my gosh. I'm going to go with Elizabeth because yeah. how rare that I would get to help her out. Oh, that's nice. Oh, how wonderful. Okay, Thanks, well, Alexis. I'll just take my headphones off and turn down over okay. here. All right, He's bye now. Away. Okay, bye bye. All right, Elizabeth. I'll I'm put, ready. I'll put Alexis on hold. All right, we'll start with this one. The first toilet ever seen on television was in 1957 when Jerry Mathers' character hid his pet alligator in the toilet tank. On what show? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know the show. Pass. Okay. In 1971, actor Carol O'Connor produced the first toilet flush ever heard on television. On what show? Oh, man, I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at these shows. Alexis is going to know. These All right, go ahead. Yeah. I How don't about this that. one? Hmm. Episode four, season 10. Tyrion kills his father, Tywin, mm. who is sitting on the toilet. On what show? Game of Thrones. Okay. Let's bring in a let. Let's hear the buzzer. Here it comes. Two more seconds. I need the help. Well, hopefully Alexis uh, watched some television from 1957 and 1971. This is my problem. 
Uh, Alexis, you want me to go through these with you? You have thoughts on them? Nope. You know nope, them? I got them. Oh, okay. you're great. Uh, yeah, so the first one is Leave It to Beaver. Okay. Gary Mathers is the beaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one, All in the Family. That was going to be my guess. That was the first flush. And then, yeah, you are right with Game of Thrones. So okay. we got all three, I think. I think you might be right, Alexis. Okay, I'm going to put Alexis on hold. I'm waving at Steve that he can bring himself back oh, into the show. Bring yourself hey, back in, Steve. Hang on a second. Hey, guys. Hi. Were you talking to somebody in there? You know, no, but I feel like I, I had everything off, and then I felt like I heard a distant, like an old-timey radio connection was picking up. Mm-hmm. So like an Orson Welles' War of the World situation. And so I was trying to tune into that when you started flailing. Do we need to bring Dawn in to sweep for ghosts? I don't know. Yeah, get her <laughs> flux capacitator or whatever it is, and let's figure out if there's goblins in here. I'm trying to think, like, uh, you know, so this station's only been around since, like, 05 or something. Right. I'm trying to think if there's, like, an old-timey radio person haunting that studio. Absolutely. Yeah, there did, totally is. Did there's anyone die in this happening. studio? At the Hubbard Broadcasting Building. There's so many doors that I don't even open because I don't know what's going on in there. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of closet space. That's where we (laughs) dragged Ryan Perpich out of yesterday when he made an appearance. Our (gasps) beloved uh, former producer, Ryan Perpich, was our lifeline on this game. Oh, that's great. But today we have Alexis, and I got to warn you, Alexis is pretty smart. She knows her toilets? Yeah. These are toilets. In fact, uh, I'm just going to tell you, these are all toilets on TV. For Thank World you. Toilet Day. TV All toilets. Right. TV toilets on my talk. Starting with this one. The first toilet ever seen on television was in 1957 when Jerry Mathers' character hid his pet alligator in the toilet tank. On what show? Andy Griffith. In 1971, actor Carol O'Connor produced the first toilet flush ever heard on television. All in the family. On what show? Season 4, episode 10, Tyrion kills his father Tywin, who is sitting on the toilet. On what show? Game of Thrones. Now, wait a second. Go back to the first one. First one. one. 1957, Jerry Mathers. Those are your... Jerry Mathers. Those are your clues that you should use. Beverly Hillbillies? I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Beverly Hillbillies as my last second change. Dang it! Um, You did pretty good. You got two. You got um, three. But Alexis knew that Jerry Mathers was the beaver. Was it Leave Leave it to to Beaver? Leave it to Beaver. The first time. Oh, Beaver Cleaver. I was doing some research. Um, They showed the toilet tank, but not the bowl. Wow, we can't possibly show a toilet bowl. I can't even believe it. That was like the twin bed era. Right. Oh, yeah. Remember? I love Lucy. Yeah. Couldn't show that a married couple would sleep in the same bed. Now married couples love to not sleep in the same bed. Because <laughs> then it's true. like, you're just, you snore. You're shuffling. You're moving around. See, I'm pro king bed because you get the bed. Although, yeah, the snoring. The I don't, snoring, I don't it do doesn't snoring. Have, yeah, it's the sound. Yeah. See, I lose, lose silent, and I think I only snore occasionally. You should ask her. Well, she tells me what I do. You were snoring <laughs> last night. But it's, I think it's pretty infrequent. Like, I don't think I'm going to be connected to a tube soon. That's good. Well, that's funny you mention that because my dog chewed up my CPAP tube last night, so I slept on the couch. No! Yes. Rocco got banished. Now you got to go to one of those medical supply stores. There's a few of them right I near the station. I already did. Yes. Thanks for asking. Oh, my Thank gosh. On University. Are you yes. going to watch Star Wars tonight just because you'll have a new uh, outfit? That's so good. That's really good. And you wow. know what? Normalize CPAP. Hashtag. Hashtag normalize CPAP. I'm with it. It changed, uh, it changed my should, sleeping arrangements. He should wear life. it while awake. 
Yeah, that would be great. You know, I'd just like to see you with a long plastic trunk. CPAP Saturday is right here on my talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, hey, congratulations, uh, April. Alexis. Alexis. Thank wish- you. Thank you. That was fun. Hey, uh, Alexis, you know, congratulations on continuing with the 5 a.m. challenge. I have not, although last night my dog was up with tummy trouble, and so I, I was up at 4.45 this morning, but it was my first time in a long time. Yeah, well, it's changed my life. I met up with a girlfriend, and we went for a walk, took the dogs out at 5.30. What? So I, I appreciate it. And you said it's changed your life, Alexis. Wow. That's really wonderful. That's incredible. Steve, you tried to change your life, yeah, and then changed you changed people's. hers. I think that's even more rewarding. Wow. Well, that's listen, really great. Alexis, um, what time are you going to bed tonight? Oh, I'll be I'll be in bed by eight thirty. Oh, <laughs> nine o'clock. There, that's a beautiful thing. When you get to bed that early, you really do feel like you've won the day. Well, listen, congratulations. Uh, we will get you that MyTalk branded CPAP. Congratulations, uh, Rocka. <laughs> we'll get your information, your your sizes. Hope you know your nose size. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Rocka. Before you do that, is it cool? Yeah, I got a couple minutes. Let me get tipsy real okay. quick. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. All right, I've got something the next time that you plan on a little air travel, my friends. This is a list of things you should not eat or drink before you get on the plane. Oh, boy, I bet I violate all these. Let us begin with salty foods. Number one, chief offender, common for people to get dehydrated on planes. Yeah, that's true. That's why I don't like to drink alcohol on planes. We'll get to that. There's this dry air in the cabin, and a meal or a snack that's high in sodium can make that dehydrated feeling even worse. Carbonated beverages make the list of things to avoid before flying. Burpee. The changes in cabin pressure can cause you to feel bloated or gassy. Yeah, burpee. You always feel gassy. That's your normal state of life. You know what, though? I have felt less bloated the last couple of months. Great. And I think, you know what I think? I think it's probably because I, well, for a while I was going to do All Done in 21. That lasted for like two and a half months uh, of no alcohol at all. But now that I uh, decided I'm ending that, I'm really just drinking like whiskey so that I don't feel bloated and so that it's not a calorie bomb and i think that beer i think beer bloats beer might be too much for me now that's what happens as you get older i had such a nice glass of scotch last night yes i know Um, it's really impressive when you drink scotch in front of people alcohol by the way did make the list um as you thought it would drinking alcohol on a plane has different effect on the body than it does at ground level so if you're in the air you're more likely to get drunk faster and have to pee more frequently which which i don't like it is annoying on a longer flight. That's all I think of when I'm on a plane is what's my pee plan here. And I had to wake a lady the other night and I didn't like doing that. But I also didn't want to try to hoist my leg up and either have my butt or what I was choosing was going to be my my pelvis area Whoa. toward her. I didn't want her to wake up and it appear like I'm straddling her. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I got to wake this lady. I know. Because I don't want this to be weird. Last time I was on a plane, I had to go to the bathroom so bad, but the seatbelt sign was on and we had like mm. just taken off and then the pilot was taking forever. And then I'm very afraid of getting yelled at by a flight attendant. Sure. I just, number one, I think like the climate that we're in, Yeah. I just like don't feel You'll good about it. You'll be duct taped it. to a seat before right. you Right, and can... I don't want to cause them any stress and I'm not trying to, yeah. but I, I had to like make eyes with the guy and be like, I gotta go. And then I went. Oh, that's good. Because it was crisis mode. 
Also, don't drink coffee, they tell you. You'll get dehydrated again. It's all about dehydration. You want to stay hydrated, drink some water on the plane. All right, we got to go. Um, when we come back, uh, very fun. We've got a special guest that's going to be joining us, uh, comedian Jade Catapretta. She is at Acme Comedy Club tonight, and I hear that the shows have been going great. Uh, but I had just bumped into her in Los Angeles, and she was like, I'm going to Minnesota. And I was no like, way. well, you should come on the show. So uh, we will be joined by her when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve Experience, this time featuring Elizabeth Reese on My Talk. What's up? Welcome back. Hi there. It's Donna and Steve, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment where talk is fun. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is in for. Donna Valentine today, my Twin Cities Live co-host, Elizabeth. Hi, gang. Do you feel like you're going to be sick of me by the time we do TV this afternoon? Never. Mm. Never. It'll be great. Okay. If it's you Friday. Say so. uh, it is Friday. Feeling really good. So Donna's got the day off. She'll be back on Monday. Uh, but what a fun addition to our show right now. We are joined by a very special guest who is performing at Acme, by the way, uh, was last night and tonight and tomorrow, I believe, as well. The very funny Jade Catapretta joins us now live on My Talk 1071. Jade, good morning. So wait, let's can we first reset here? Let's go yes, back let's to reset. what day was it? Tuesday. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Can you believe that? It was just this week. Just this week. So, so here's the here's the generic uh, uh, story that I'll tell you, which is uh, we're out in Los Angeles, and I do a quick trip out there and bump into Jade, and me just being like a you know a Minnesotan just said, "Hey, so hi, what's your what's your story?" Were you taken off guard by that question? Were you thinking, <laughs> "Why does this dumb Midwestern guy not know who I am?" No, not at all. It was it was just so funny the second you said Minnesota because I've been waiting to tell people that I was coming out here. So you were like, "I'm going to Minnesota." Like, Me too, you know. Yeah, it was crazy, um, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm coming tomorrow." And I, I was flying out then too. And is it a four or five night stint that you're doing at Acme? I've been here for a couple nights, so it's actually six, six shows. We did Wednesday, Thursday, and then we have two tonight, two wow. tomorrow. And I have to tell you, I was nervous about the Wednesday Thursday because it's usually like small crowds, you know, but not here. Oh my gosh! It's it, been Wednesday was like the best show I've had in a long time. No way! Oh, that's so good. People Minnesota has a it. good yeah, comedy audience. Sorry, we have a good comedy audience here in Minnesota. Like when we talk to comedians, they like coming here. People want to laugh, and they they have a good heart, and they want you to do well. So they'll they laugh. Do. I know it's like the good, you know, the goodness. They're like, oh, look at you! I'll laugh at this. Um, <laughs> But I think last time I was here was like I was at Mall of America. It was many years ago, and I actually never left the mall. So it was a very scary experience. <laughs> and um, so Did you get trapped? Were you lost in the mall? You just couldn't find your way out? I just couldn't find any vegetables anywhere. It was very tough. <laughs> it's it's um, tough sledding out there. You know what's funny? Uh, with Elizabeth mentioning there that we do, we're sort of known for just like being very receptive of comics. I, part of that probably has to do with we know we're headed into a long, cold, dark winter, and so we want people to help make mm-hmm. us laugh. But yeah, people there, are drinking to keep warm, yeah, you know, which benefits do. us, and it loosens right. them up. We have had um, a couple of specials. Uh, let's see, producer Rocco, you might be able to jump in on this. A couple yeah. of comedians recently who shot special. Out here, um, yeah, at Jim the, Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. And, um, yeah, Ryan Stout just shot his um, his special as well, and we're filming everything. It's just so great. I'm actually filming my special on Sunday in Philadelphia, so this is going to be a nice little practice run. Get all the jokes in line and see what works and see what doesn't. And so, can yeah, you talk to us really about that, Jade? Take us inside again. If you're just joining us, uh, Jade Catapretta joins us now. Um, 
She is performing at Acme tonight and tomorrow night. So if you're looking for some laughs, uh, you can go check her out there. Talk to me a little bit about the process of putting together a special. And this is, I mean, this is a really big deal. And you're like, in a sense, almost self-publishing this. You're like, we're going to do this. We're going to do it on my terms. I am. When yeah, you, you know, for, put a set you know, together, what's that like? I have a dream of like, oh, I'm going to do this big special on a big network and everyone will know about it. But, you know, times have kind of changed, you know. Sure. The accessibility is, is different in different countries and in different places. And so everything's online now. And everything, everybody's kind of putting up their own material and for a long time I was really precious with it you know like mm-hmm. no you have to go on the road to see it um and now it's time you know I've had this material for about 13 years collectively putting it together and now it's time to burn it and put it out there and you know move on to newer material you know now when you say more, burn it yeah doesn't this mean so you'll do the special which is essentially a celebration of more than a decade's worth of material and finding out just all right the best of the best you're talking about the order that you really want and then after that celebration is it just back to the drawing board an empty yes. notebook and you have to start writing jokes again it is it's back to zero oh boy. it's back to looking at everything in a trying to make everything funny again, you know, and it's, it's time to experience life because when you're doing comedy all the time, you're just writing about comedy. You know, you have to like actually go out and experience and things. Life a little bit. Yeah. find funny things. Although, you know, don't you find Jay? Cause like I've seen Jim Gaffigan live and when he comes in and he does the hot pocket bit, which he's of course, of course known for, of course. I mean, everybody still wants to hear it. There is something different about hearing it in person and hearing it directly from you True. than watching it yeah. on the comedy Hopefully special. Yeah, hopefully there's some classics that I bring back. You know, some jokes I'm really, really attached to. It's funny how that happens. Like, I just like the physicality of a couple jokes, and they're really, like, I think they really represent who I am as a comic in one joke. You know, so I feel like there's some that'll stick around, but for the most part, I think it's also, you know, time to write more mature jokes. And by by that, I don't know. I don't really know what I mean. But it it sounds good to say it. When you figure out how to be more mature, let us know. That sounds great. In search of that. I know. I was just about to curse, so I had to really stop myself. It was a a good stop that you did right there, Jade. Jade, um, obviously, you have done all sorts of things. Uh, People have seen you in a variety of different shows on television. They know you from your comedy. I want to talk about one show in particular before we run out of time. Um, Before the pandemic, that dang pandemic, um, when you get a call from e that they want you to host the soup as a as a comedian as someone who's just naturally funny and that of course just a show that is just tailor-made for punchlines uh take me back to the moment when you found out that they had chosen you to host that iconic show oh man what a moment right i mean i moved to the states when i was like 12 and um john henson was like one of my favorite people ever i used to watch the soup as a kid um, and I auditioned and then for a long time, they didn't tell me, as you know, you audition for things all the time. And it's like, they just kind of keep you in the dark, you know? And so I had also already moved kind of to New York and I was like, I'm going to just do the New York thing. I'm going to be a comic. It's fine. Hollywood has spit me out. Um, and then I got the phone call. It was just such a crazy, it's surreal, right? I mean, it's these moments that you wait for, um, your entire life and you have these peaks and valleys of your career. And that was definitely just such a fun high moment. I'll never forget the whole experience. Oh, that's really great. And you're going to be on a show on Hulu. Where can people see you if they're not going to come? I mean, they want to come see you at Acme, but where can they see you on Hulu this winter? On Hulu? Yeah, we have a new show coming out um, next year called Hotties. Really highbrow stuff. (laughs) So look out for it. It's a hybrid dating show. Nothing like we've ever seen before. They're going to be competing for the best date and the best dish, they're going to be cooking as well. So oh, I love Okay, now you've got me. Yeah, you, Elizabeth right? is a real foodie, so you hooked her in 
um, yeah. on that. Okay, so that's Hotties. That's going to be on Hulu. She is Jade Catapretti. You can see her tonight, also tomorrow. She's going to be doing comedy at Acme Comedy Company. You can go to acmecomedycompany.com right now. Grab yourself some tickets. Uh, Jade, so glad that we bumped into each other in LA, made the so. connection. And uh, we're just so happy to have you here in the great state of Minnesota. Hope to see you again down the line. Bundle up, Jade. Thank you, guys. Uh, yes. Jade Catapretta, she's going to experience the cold. We're turning it down to the 20s this weekend yeah. for the Minnesota living right there. Again, acmecomedycompany.com if you want to grab some tickets. When we come back, uh, DJ Rock Lobster, he's got some uh, dirt alert for us. Oh, and if you could spend the holidays with a celebrity, who and why next?